Hello, I'm Jeff. Jason. And it's the hour. And on today's regular show... Finally, a startup is disrupting the throwing orphans out of their homes industry. Not all rats like to be tickled, says stereotypically mad scientist. Police officer takes a shot before a masturbator can take his. The U.S. has an out-of-control population of super pigs, which you can see every time Applebee's runs their all-you-can-eat boneless wings, riblets, and shrimp special. Applebee's, not a sponsor. Corgasm? I prefer jizzer size. And a man dies from eating too many bags of black licorice. Did he die choking on his own vomit? (laughs) Still better than eating at Applebee's. Well, eating good in the funeral home, I guess. The fuck is a riblet? (laughs) (laughs) It's the it's the tiny ribs. It's it's it's. You know, all the regular restaurants get real ribs. Right. And for the microwave artists of Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. So that'll be good. <laughs> for the, for the uh, microwave artists is there. Artists, uh, fuck shit. Damn it. <laughs> They're about as good as cooking food as you are at speaking. <laughs> That's ridiculous. They don't cook. I was just trying to make that joke about the microwave artists. <laughs> that's true. They don't cook, and you still manage to speak sometimes, so that's good. So I, I'm one up on them. True story. Have you ever met a cook from Applebee's? No. I've never met anybody you know that worked at an Applebee's. Yeah. I mean, clearly they do, as I've been to an Applebee's. Somebody does. Are You've they real? Are they Apple- just robots? I think we've all been to an Applebee's, right? Yeah. I mean, back in the... The early aughts, uh, yeah. I was a regular Applebee's uh, customer. A regular? At the you? part that had to do the, with the uh, the timing of what was open when I got off work. So, okay. You know. Yeah. Hey, we had a very good relationship with our waiter. We'd yeah. walk in and he'd see us coming and have our drinks ready and have our appetizer in. And it always happened to be one of our birthdays. Oh. Yeah. Got that free Sunday. He was like, happy birthday. Yeah, Actually, nice. we... so. It'd been a while. We we used to go every week. Uh, it was me and Becky and a uh, friend of ours that I worked with, and we'd go every week. And then the store closed, and we kind of stopped doing that. Uh, and we happened to go in, and our regular waiter was there, and he was like, "Holy crap, you guys! I'm so glad to see you. This is my last night." Whoa! And it'd been like months since we've been in, and we just happened to go in on his last night. Where did he go from there, Chili's? <laughs> he's, no, he's moving up. He, he made it to an outback. <laughs> well, that's good. Can't, can't an Applebee's forever. Anything's better than Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Let's, uh, let's keep it going. I love that. Okay. Let's do that. Love it. <laughs> so, Jason, how was your week? Oh, you know, horrible. Good. <laughs> how about you? Uh, <laughs> Slightly better. Oh, All really? Right, on with the show. <laughs> you didn't lay in the darkness staring into the eternal abyss, dreading all life and future? That, I, well, that is me. Oh, that's, I do that every day. So it's not different. Yeah. Like, it, that's not a different thing that's happened to me this week. Yes. That's well, just how I, I lay. Like, there's no other way to lay for me. <laughs> that's not usually how I lay. 
No. Especially starting like 7.30 at night on a Friday. What are you trying to say here? I, I took Justice Ginsburg's death pretty hard. Oh, oof. Okay. I thought you meant like, okay, I got you. Yeah. Then I donated a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's going to help? Uh, yes. So one of the funds I donated to uh, is specifically targeting Senate races where there's a chance of flipping it from a Republican to a Democrat. Ah, uh-huh. In the, in the like, 36 hours after her death, they went from, you know, this, this fund has been running for weeks and months, uh, and they had raised $3.5 million as of the point of when they announced that she had died. And within 24 to 36 hours, they were up to like $22 million. Wow. Uh, and it gets split evenly against with the like 12 or 14 candidates. So each one got close to $2 million. And a Senate race, like a, a pretty well-publicized Senate race, might earn $4 million total through the life of the race. So having that much money thrown at them is like a big deal. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's a good. I never thought about that having them sort of pool the money and just donate to a fund, and it kind of gets dispersed to the different senators. Although I wouldn't mm -hmm. trust that it it gets dispersed in the way that it should. Uh, so the the fund I was going through, I like, I'm well aware of them. There, it's related to a podcast on politics run by former Obama guys. Okay, uh, and they like since they're running it through their stuff, like there's zero overhead on it. So 100% of the money goes to the campaigns and it goes directly to them as it comes in. So like they don't hold on to it. It gets donated immediately. So, okay. I am not concerned with, with theirs at all. Should we start our own fund? Uh, what? Like for, a super for our podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm saving hey, up. I, I gotta, I'm, I'm I gotta saving up for a, uh, for an Applebee's irresistible. The Southwest Applebee. Chicken Bowl, eight hundred thirty calories for eight ninety nine. Delicious. We need we need that money from Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. It's not. It's not going to be too much. We're going to keep doing it. <laughs> um. But in the like one hundred hours after her death, the web based program. It's called Act Blue. It's where you. Like they run the donation platform for like Joe Biden and all those thing, uh, all those guys uh, raised two hundred million dollars. Mm, mm -hmm. Money does talk, uh, dude. Money does talk. And, and again, in comparison, the Trump campaign raised two hundred million dollars over the entire month of August, mm. and Democrats raised that in one hundred hours after the death of uh, Justice Ginsburg. So, well, where was all this I, money before? Uh. You know, out there and oh, people yeah. were as uh, engaged, but it seems to have lit the rage fire within the base finally because no one was really all that enthusiastic. And now they are definitely paying attention. Well, no, you uh, you can't get enthusiastic about a shitty candidate. Uh, he is not a shitty candidate. He is the most progressive platform that's ever been run. All right. <laughs> it's people saying that he's a shitty candidate. Like me. People like me. I'm still voting for him. Yeah, but your lack of enthusiasm is killing the uh, the buzz. 
I think that the and then the people who are less you know inclined maybe won't vote. No, I don't think so. I think that the <laughs> I'm just at I this was point I'm comparing. I saw the, how it went. At this point, I'm comparing everyone to Barack Obama, and if you're so Barack Obama That's was right. not as progressive as I wanted him to be, but he was such a good president. He was just such a good leader and such a good guy, you know. I like the part where he kept bombing people with the drones. I know, I know. He wasn't perfect. But I'm just saying, he was he was he he got people excited, not like people forcing themselves to get excited because they want someone to win. You know what I'm saying? Like he actually uh inspired people, whereas you have to inspire your, I mean, yourself with Joe if Biden. If you can't be inspired by the fact that we're literally on the edge of the demise of our democracy, then I guess we deserve Trump. All right. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that's the choices, right? It's not like, no. oh, well, I'm just not excited about this guy. So I guess I'll let Trump turn us into an authoritarian dictatorship. That's burn, cool. Burn our entire government and governmental system down. Start from scratch. Let's start over. Uh, it's all shitty. That works very well. We have good examples of that being very successful yeah, throughout yeah, yeah. history. Oh, like the United States Revolution, like that one? Uh, that wasn't burning everything to the ground. By the end, it basically was very similar to what we had prior. Mm. So we had it. Wait, we had a monarchy before. We've got a mon- monarchy now. Uh, I mean, at the time, it was very similar. I mean, you had to be a land-owning white male in order to vote. I'm not saying things were perfect. <laughs> I'm saying it's not that revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, we had the vote, but that also was a federalist system with checks and balances to check the po- uh, power of the the people. That's why we have the Electoral College, which I know you love so much. Fucking love it, mate. You know, uh, <laughs> it's really hard arguing with you uh, with your uh, bachelor's degree or master's or whatever <laughs> you've got these days. It's master's, right? <laughs> it is. That was really shitty of me. I know you have a master's. <laughs> I don't know why I said bachelor's first. My bad. <laughs> Oh, you're just trying to downgrade me, man. Just yeah, yeah, sure. Well, you know, I'm. That's an ad hominem attack. It's a, a fallacy often used when you don't have a good argument. Listen, I don't need to be called a <laughs> homonym. I was called that all through middle school and high school. Okay. Did hey, they Jason, call you that when you visited the local Applebee's? <laughs> have you tried Applebee's new classic dip trio? It's crisp tortilla trips. Tortilla trips. With, with guacamole, salsa, and those are, spicy those are the queso. Magic mushroom laced tortilla chips. Only one thousand eight hundred ninety calories and eighteen ninety eight ninety nine. At Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. So how was your week? It was, um, you know, it was fine. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to lose weight. You know, just in case the world doesn't end. Um, <laughs> So uh, I, I've always been trying to lose weight ever since I was um, 19. Ever since I, I bought my first deep fryer. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to lose weight. And uh, it's never worked. I've never lost weight. I've always gained. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know what, what to do. It, it's not – and it's not about being skinny or thin or whatever necessarily. Like, of course, I'd like to look in the mirror and like what I see. Um, but I still have my face, so that's not going to happen. But I, I just, I, mean, I, I just want to be healthier, you know, and be able to run. And when I'm you starting might up, 
Go ahead. You might want to keep it on so that when we burn everything to the ground and there's no food for anyone to eat, uh, you have some some reserves. I will last longer during our our uh, revolution. Yeah. And so um, I don't know. I've been cooking some healthier food lately, and because I can't blame the restaurants anymore because I didn't go to restaurants for like a month. And I still gained weight. So you know, I haven't seen any uh, cooking stuff on the Instagram lately. What, what's going on there? Well, okay. Here's the thing. I can't. I can't cook if my kitchen is a fucking mess, and I can't keep. Oh. I can't clean my kitchen if I'm fucking. Did depressed. you say you can't clean your kitchen? Correct. Mm. That's so, just gonna make it more dirty. Ooh. So oh. yeah. So I can't. Uh, I can't clean my kitchen if I'm depressed. And so you know, Kate I get depressed cleans a lot, your kitchen. So. Who's Kate? You know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I think the last video I saw was you cleaning your kitchen. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think I did one video after that, or maybe it, actually no, because it got super dirty directly after that again. I was going to say, fuck you. I know your kitchen's clean. Also, uh, if I don't cook anything interesting, I'm not going to I'm not going to do a video. If I'm doing mac and cheese, I'm not doing a video, which is also depression hey. food for me. It doesn't matter if it's dirty. If it's good enough for an Applebee's, it's good enough for you. Have you tried Applebee's new chicken wonton tacos? It's like it's they took a taco and they fucked it up. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. So that's pretty much it's it. Gonna I, a, I've, it's going to be a fun bit. Yeah. I've got a, a, the Lose It app. I'm on there and, and I'm, you know. You no, know, I've had that friggin' app. Yeah, so I just... I haven't done mine for today, but I entered my stuff in. It was, congratulations, this is your 1,378th day of logging your food. Wow. And? How many yeah, pounds have you no, lost? no difference. Oh, no. <laughs> that's, see, that's the problem. So I tried going to other... Okay. Part of, the, part of my logging my calories problem is that... Um, there, like, you, you look up something that you're eating, right? Like, let's say... Mm-hmm. Let's say um, cheddar cheese dip, for example, because I made broccoli the other night and I made some little cheddar cheese sauce to go on it. So I looked up cheddar cheese sauce and it's like one serving is 149 calories or one serving is 700 calories or, you know, half a cup is 530 calories. I mean, how do, how you do I know? Get things that have barcodes so you can just scan it. Right. So that's cool, but then I make stuff from scratch. How do you count that stuff? So I, I put it in uh, all so individually. You can make a Right, of course. So I do that. Then you put the recipe in and you scan all the ingredients and you have a good uh, good idea. Right. But if you make everything from scratch, then you're, you're spending more time putting calories in to the Lose It app than you are just making the stuff. So it's difficult. Yeah, I'm not... and, and all that time that you're on your phone, you can't be eating. See? Ah. Uh, mm, yeah, that's, your that's good. Busy. I never thought about that. You should so, also masturbate. I do frequently, yeah. So, anyway, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all you got? Yep, I won't be losing any weight again. Because <laughs> I looked at other apps, and the other apps... So, uh, Lose It has, like, like confirmed... Like, there's, like, a verified calorie count thing. Yeah. Um, which is nice. You get the little green check mark. Yeah. Um, so, like, my, my cheddar cheese sauce consisted of, like, four, four tablespoons of butter, and then four tablespoons of flour um, and then some 2% milk and then like a block of cheddar cheese, white cheddar cheese. But I didn't eat all of it. 
You know, I only ate yeah. like a third of it, I think. It's what, like 900 calories? It, so my Lose It app said it was only like 300 calories to add half a cup of that cheese sauce to my broccoli. That's ridiculous. It's 400 calories just from the butter. But I didn't eat. Yeah, but that, I, that made like probably four cups of cheese I sauce. I meant for the whole thing, like, you know, 1,200 calories. You would enter the whole thing. Like you yeah, ate everything. Yeah, and then I'd bite it out. And, like, I'd put the recipe in, and then it would tell you, you know, how many servings was in it, or you'd set how many servings was in it, and then you can just add that amount. Right. I'm just saying it's tough is all I'm saying. And I, also, since I, since I have only used this Lose It app, I don't think it's going to work because I've used it before. It doesn't work. I don't know. Something's got to be different. Something's got to give, bro. Something's got to give. I do a lot, a lot of activity. You do? I do. Every day, something. Like physical activity, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like what? Uh, High-intensity training, yoga. So like you're, like, you're, you're like in shape. Because you do that stuff every day, which I do not do that stuff every day. <laughs> so maybe so, uh, I should be like you. I mean, it's not helping, so. <laughs> I, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, so my trend line is, like, going down. It's just so fucking slow. Yeah. What is it, like an eighth of a pound per week or something? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's like, cool. In about, like, 52 years, I will be fine. But that's because I'll be dead and all everything will just, you know, melt off of me. Right, As right. I decay in the ground. It's all water eating weight. too much Applebee's. Jason, have you tried Applebee's new um, riblet platter? <laughs> What's a riblet? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Wait, didn't we do that already? No. The little part of the ribs. No. Oh, yeah, we yeah. did. Real restaurants like Outback gets the actual ribs and the riblets are right. part left over. The riblet platter has riblets, <laughs> whatever the fuck those are, and fries and some kind of green sauce or whatever. Maybe it's coleslaw. 1,310 calories for twelve ninety nine. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Well, if you'd like to tell us a good time you had at uh, the neighborhood Applebee's, you can uh, email us your experience at thehourpod at gmail.com. Or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thehourpod. Or you can tweet us coupons at thehourpod. Yes. And... And send Jeff an Instagram picture of uh, your riblet platter at <laughs> relevant two underscores username. I'm just wondering, okay, listen, you're with the family. You mm-hmm. go, you're like, okay, I'm going to go to Applebee's or we're all going to Applebee's. Shut up, kids. I know you hate it. Let's go. And you get to Applebee's and you order the grilled chicken breast. <laughs> and Why it's... It's a grilled chicken breast, and it looks like it's got broccoli on the side and some mashed potatoes, and it's 190 calories. It, it's a boiled chicken breast that yeah. they've microwaved to heat and painted lines on to make it look like it was grilled. Yeah, $11.29. Who the fuck <laughs> is eating an Applebee's? <laughs> uh, the real America crowd. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. All right. What are we doing for our well, first Well, we have some story? updates. Oh we, do, oh, we do. Excellent. We do. So in episode 113, Jeffrey Canada, we <laughs> talked about the town of Asbestos, Canada, wanting to change its name, possibly to Jeffrey. 
Hooray. Well, in a similar story, the town of Swastika, New York, has voted to keep their name, saying that the founders <laughs> named it after the Sanskrit word and not the hate symbol associated with Nazis. Wonderful. Were they going to try to rename it Adolf? <laughs> Hitler's borough? Uh, Swastika was named by the town's original settlers in the 1800s and based off the Sanskrit word meaning well-being. I get it. I get it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's been a, it's been hijacked by the Nazis. It doesn't matter what it used to mean. That's what I'm saying. Is I get that it's like a history thing, but the Nazis ruined it. You can't have the little mustache anymore either cuz fucking Hitler ruined it, you know? I mean, it wasn't great to begin with, but no. But also, yes, y- y- you can't. Uh Have you ever noticed that it's not uh do you ever notice that Worf has the reverse Hitler? <laughs> he does. He's like he not the it. part right in the front. Yeah, but everything else is bearded. I just watched the episode where uh, they found the sword of Kalos. Oh, yeah. And then they both went crazy about it. They did, except for Jadzia. She kept a level yeah. head. Well, she always... then she phasered both of them. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was awesome. I love Jadzia. I <laughs> hate like, it as... I fucking hate it as Redax, man. Ugh. Oh, I saw this... Um... It wasn't Ezri. That was uh, Jadzia. I know, but like every time I think of oh, Jadzia, oh. I think about how much I hate I Ezri. I was uh, on the internet, you know, and somebody has made a an anime version of the Deep Space Nine theme. <laughs> really it's awesome! I I need you'll have to send me something. I'll send it to you. That. Yeah, I kept thinking to send it to you, but I forgot. The episode uh, right before that, or maybe it was two episodes before. I think I watched two or three today. Uh, was when Jadzia's former hosts wife's new host oh so like they're both new hosts in their former hosts were married so scandalous yeah and and they almost like decided to run away and get exiled forever for uh re associating kind of a thing they made out in the made out in the uh, runabout which there was an episode with with beverly crusher of the next generation where that same thing happened she was in love with this guy and he was a trill he died. The host survived. He got put into a woman. And Beverly was like, nope. Beverly was like, I'm strictly dickly. <laughs> well, I mean, it's her prerogative. <laughs> oh, so Jesus. interestingly enough, swastika in New York is not the only swastika in the United States. Uh, in 2019, a neighborhood in the Colorado town uh, outside Denver voted to change its name from Swastika Acres to Old Cherry Hills. Old Cherry Hills is is much less offensive than Swastika Acres. <laughs> Welcome to Swastika Acres. <laughs> you will love our ski resort. Uns all Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> do they smell, Do they sell Wiener Schnitzel at the local Applebee's in Swastika Acres? I I assume they do, um, but it's probably like some sort of like fusion, like Wiener Schnitzel, um, chicken penne or something. <laughs> Your wiener schnitzel skillets. <laughs> Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Okay, what's next? Uh, well, we had Becky was gave us some feedback. Your, your wife. Uh, episode 112, Funeral Home Wardrobe. We were doing a discussion on movies based on the uh, Yahoo Answers section. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the 
And there was a question, which is better, Shawshank Redemption or Saving Private Ryan? Uh, and she let us know that it's definitely Shawshank Redemption. I think... Which she, which she says in a way as if that's not the conclusion we came to as well. I thought, yeah, I thought we said that too. Yeah. We, we were like, yeah, it's, it's Shawshank. Yeah. Though, have you guys, uh, have you guys seen Castle Rock? You don't like scary stuff. Uh, oh, Castle Rock is so no, good. I have not seen Castle Rock. It's funny because Shawshank Redemption was written originally by uh, Stephen King, right? Yes, that is. But it's not like true. a scary movie, or a, no. I mean, it's it's freaky, <laughs> but it's not like supernatural yeah. scary stuff. No, no, it's just it's a it's a your typical drama kind of movie, right? So, uh, though, in the episode, we also were talking about which is better, Groundhog Day or Big. Oh yeah, I remember that. And you definitely said Groundhog Day, but I'm not sure. Really? Yeah. Though big, it's a little awkward. I mean, she's ba- basically like, you know, statutory raping a kid. He may have a adult body, but he is still like, what, 12? Oh, it's like that episode of The Next Generation <laughs> when, um, like, the like Keiko got shrunken into a kid or whatever by a transport <laughs> accident, and O'Brien was like, oh, I don't know. She's like, I'm still your wife. Ugh, no, sorry, child. <laughs> Go away, child. Get the hell out of my apartment. <laughs> this isn't like, you know, Thailand. <laughs> Not that they, you know, do that in their culture, but, you know, gross old men from around the world travel and frequency. Yeah, I got Underage you. prostitutes. Yeah. I didn't want to make the, you know, joke as if it were. It's not, the, it's not the, the Thai people's fault. No, it's not. It's human trafficking. Yeah. Indeed. And probably gross white men. Right. That's like blaming the, uh, the entire United States of America for um, the four cheese mac and cheese with honey pepper chicken tenders on top. <laughs> 1,420 calories, only 1,429. That's, that's, that's a good deal. It's like a penny per calorie. I'm... <laughs> the per calorie bang for your buck. Very high at Applebee's. Very high. Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. All right. We're going to keep, gonna keep like going a... with it. We're going to keep doing it because fuck it, you know? <laughs> you know, I wish there was like a gig economy to get rid of Applebee's. <laughs> I, I guess it's just cooking at home, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. That would disrupt the Applebee's uh, um, industry. Could you, yeah, you just like get on your app and like, hey, could you microwave me some food? Like, yeah, here's your hot pocket. Ah, app old bees. <laughs> <laughs> What's the buzz? <laughs> Let me get so, my daughter on uh, programming that app for us. Yeah, please do. Please do. Uh, the younger one? No, the older one. Oh, okay. Well, there is a new gig economy out there if you're looking for a job and want to you know, occasionally do that. Civil, C-I-V-V-L, civil. Mm. It's not the most civil company, if you ask me. So, yeah, uh, civil is a new home eviction startup that is recruiting gig workers to help landlords evict people from their homes. What the fuck? Civil it, is owned by On Call, with a Q for some reason. A catch-all mm. platform for hiring gig workers. So these people, they don't have, these landlords don't want to kick people out themselves. 
And they don't want to wait for the police to come do it. So they're hiring I, gig workers. So I think the landlord is still kicking them out, but like they hire these people to help take all their stuff and throw it on the lawn kind of a thing. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, I mean, that's what happens, right? You get kicked I mean, out. Yeah, they you just, take they like, throw all your, take all your stuff and just kind of throw it out, right? Yeah, I think they do. And so that's what these guys do. They come in and you just move your shit take out. All the stuff and, yeah. Help you change the locks, shit like that. Okay. That yeah, because landlords need that kind of help. <laughs> hey, Jesus look, I'm Christ. only one guy and uh, you got a lot of shit in your apartment. <laughs> it ain't my I fault got, you I collected gotta go so through much it, stuff. figure out what I'm gonna steal. <laughs> right. And then I gotta throw the rest out the yard. Gotta make up my exorbitant rent somehow. Man, I wanna be a a, a landlord someday. But I uh, I don't know if I could well, kick somebody out of the house. To, uh, help you out. I don't know if I could do it, man. If somebody's not paying rent, like I gotta kick them out, but I'd be bad. I'd be bad at it, like really bad at it. My ice is very loud tonight, isn't it? It's it's a little jangly. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Civil has posted job listings across the United States that encourage gig workers to join the app and work as eviction crew members. Yeah, you're a crew member. Here's your polo with your name on it. Welcome to Civil. <laughs> here's your polo with your name on it. Here's the. Uh, Towel to dry your tears and uh, get the fucking work. Don't let any kids. Uh, we do not offer. <laughs> we do not offer laundry service when they show shit at you. So you know, good luck. <laughs> so oh, by mean, the way, the uh, shirt is twelve dollars. It's coming out of your first check. <laughs> so there's a. Um, I mean, I guess this would be fine, and then there there would be other people that would like go because they're like people that collect cars that are. Like, not paid. You know what I'm saying? What am I trying to say? When you don't pay them, they repossess it. The repo guys. There's even TV yeah. shows about it. Yeah, the impounding people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well this is a shitty. a series of ads. What's that? <laughs> it, I was just going to say, it's shitty. <laughs> it, it is. It yeah. is. Uh, in a series of ads posted on Craigslist, which were posted across the 50 states, Civil described the opportunities as follows. Earn up to $125 per hour. Oh, we're both doing it at the same time, Oh, apparently. no. Well, we kind of did the same voice, didn't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. Let's, let's trade off sentences. Go ahead. Earn up to $125 an hour. Sign up here and start working in less than a week. Unemployment is at record high and may continue or simply not paying rent or mortgages. We are being contracted by frustrated property owners and banks to secure foreclosed residential properties. There is plenty of work due to the dismal economy. If you'd like to profit off of other people's misfortune. <laughs> Try civil. Every new sign-up, uh, if you refer a friend, you get a $25 gift card to Applebee's. And if you'd like to be the unfortunate, try Applebee's new blackened Cajun salmon for some reason. <laughs> mm. How many calories? <laughs> 240. It's actually oh, not Oh, is it part of their you. Weight Watchers menu? It must be. It comes with uh, more broccoli, because apparently that's the health food. <laughs> well, it's their broccoli they don't put the butter on. Oh, yeah. And then or a maybe, lemon No, wedge. no, sorry, sorry. It's the butter that they don't put the broccoli in. Oh, right, right, right. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. 
Well, according to a survey by Apartment Lists, an online rental platform, as of the first week of September, 29% of Americans were unable to pay their rent or mortgage payment in full. And 8% did not pay their full rent in August. So here's a question as as a pure-blooded capitalist that I am. If I'm (laughs) looking for a house, I should Mm -hmm. wait. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I guess should not. But tons of people are buying houses right now because of the very, very low interest rates. And I think over time, you would save, and I need to calculate this, I think over time you'd save more money by having the lower interest rate than you would by waiting for the house housing prices to go come down. You would, but if the housing market crashes and the economy crashes, the interest rates are not going to go up either. That's true, yeah. So you're going to get a, a good deal with a good interest rate. Uh, right. We happened to buy our house under the same conditions after the 08 crash. Oh, right, right, yeah. We got a foreclosure that had lost a, like half of its value, and interest rates were also very low at the time. Right. Uh, and then they lowered even further a few years like down the road. Uh, I think we were like five or six years down the road. It was even lower, so we refinanced to a lower interest rate. Okay, okay. And switch to a 15-year instead of a 30-year. Oh, yeah. That's the shit right there, bro. Oh, I mean, we got like less than, like, I think we're eight years left and the thing's paid off, so. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have my house paid off before my student loans. All right. We paused for a second, and I forgot what we were talking about. Rats. Oh, rats. I forgot what we were talking about. Well, how about we talk about rats? Oh, that's a good idea. Well, most rat aficionados. Oh, I love rat aficionados. That's the uh, well, best kind of, of aficionado. Are... <laughs> uh, well, I think aficionado aficionados are the best. It's very meta. <laughs> uh, my eyes crossed when you said that, and I could not think of anything. <laughs> uh, most rat aficionados are aware of the idea that rats enjoy being tickled and will laugh when stimulated. This just proves I'm not a rat aficionado because I had no fucking idea that you could tickle a rat. So I've tried tickling my dogs up, before, like on the ribs and stuff. They they don't care at all. Do like the the leg thing? The leg? Th- oh well, that oh like when you scratch them. Do you, you think right that's a spot? tickle? I don't know. It seems like it. And this their leg starts going. So my- after you uh, moved out of the apartments, mm-hmm. uh, my sister moved in for a short period. She uh, had a which rat. one? Uh, Amanda. For wait, Amanda moved in after I moved out. Yeah, it was uh, I don't know, maybe a ten months after you moved out, a year. You know what's weird could, is could have been that long. It, it's weird that because uh, she and I were kind of friends in high school, but not super close. Like she was more close with another friend of mine. Um, but the last night I spent in that apartment. Like, I was packing my stuff, and she just came over and hung out with me, which is weird. Because huh. we didn't hang out, just us, you know. And, she was and then, sizing up the place. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, gosh. Like, I was thought, so now I'm thinking, so before I thought that, I was like, oh, cool. She just wants to hang out with me. Really, she was just like, oh, I wonder if I could move in. It's like when a, <laughs> when a bow constrictor lays out as long as they can next to you. They're really just checking if you're, you're edible. Oh, right. And, you know, a lot of snakes eat rats. Back to the rats. Anyway, the point was the she had a rat, and they have huge balls, <laughs> like these tiny little fluffy things with like a human-sized scrotum. 
all I would, what I wouldn't give for a human sized scrotum. <laughs> what size scrotum do you have? Jeff sized. <laughs> I don't know if that's big or small. <laughs> so researchers at the University of Bristol in the UK took a closer look at the laughing rat phenomenon to determine if the rodents actually like to be tickled. And it turns out uh, it's not a blanket statement for all rats. Oh, researchers no. tickled some rats and monitored their high-pitched vocalizations. <laughs> they tickled them and the rats went, <laughs> yes, we're Yes, we're measuring this, uh, this squeaks with a squeakometer. <laughs> well, I mean, it is Bristol. Uh, yes. The researchers found that not all rats like to be tickled, and some rats emitted very high numbers of calls, whilst others did not. And these calls are directly related with their emotional experience, uh, the University of Bristol said in a statement. The new study, published this week in the journal Current Biology, uh, as opposed to Past or Future Biology. Uh, that's, that's called Funeral Homes Weekly. <laughs> Uh, it couldn't help improve animal welfare. If your rat seems sad, give it a little tickle. What we have shown in this study is that the vocalizations made by rats in the response to tickling are an accurate reflection of their emotional experience and something which is easy to measure, said lead researcher Emma Robinson. She has a deep voice. She does. A psychopharmacologist at Bristol. Oh, man. A psychopharmacologist? That's that's an awesome title. That's rude. (laughs) We need to normalize... (laughs) Mental health. I did, did I not say it fast enough? She's a psychopharmacologist. <laughs> no, you said a psychopharmacologist. I did. I did first. Here's a fucking Viagra. <laughs> God damn it. Take it. A limp piece of shit. I'm going to go tickle a fucking rat. Don't you ever show your face in CVS again. <laughs> Sir, this is Wendy's. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Oh, golly gee. (laughs) That's how Dave Thomas died. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the Hour Advice. Okay, so since we've been talking a lot about a certain restaurant, which shall not be named for a while... (laughs) <laughs> Wendy's. How did Dave Thomas die again? Uh, I believe he was at a CVS picking up Wendy's uh, morning after pill. She got a little too uh, handsy with the Burger King. Oh. And uh, that psychopharmacologist uh, pelted him to death with Tums. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was going to be with Plan B. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, it was Plan G. <laughs> Jason. She was, she was mad because of all the chili messed with her tummy. Everybody's so grossed out by Wendy's chili because they're like, when they hear about how it's made, because they're like, oh, they use day old burgers in there. Like, what the fuck I, do you think chili is, bro? I mean, I would just be grossed out because it's chili. Uh, mm, all right, let's move on. I can't handle someone that doesn't like chili. Well, 
You've you've known me for years. I know, and I know that you wouldn't like chili. I don't even know why I thought. And I so you now the the problem with chili is the the like cumin. You mean the spices? Yeah, the you, chili the chili powder. I don't like that flavor. You don't like things having spice in them? No, I don't like that specific flavor. Well, then don't eat chili, bro. Do you like tacos? I don't. Uh, not with cumin in it. Mm. See, that's the thing. Like, uh, I don't. But when I make tacos at home, I don't buy like the taco seasoning mix because I don't like that flavor that comes with it. But I still put cumin and chili powder in it, just not Ugh. as much. Gross. Yeah, I guess yes. I won't ever make tacos for you. Definitely not. You know, I've cooked for you guys a couple times. You and Becky a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you ate it. <laughs> Because I the think last you were time polite. I was uh, breakfast, right? Right. It's breakfast. It was delicious. Okay, good. I'm glad you liked it. Because you can't go wrong with pancakes. Well, you could. I did go wrong well. with pancakes, but you know, I made them from scratch, even though they weren't that good. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> Jeff, are loving people bad tippers because they're mad at the world? Oh, that's a good question. I think bad tippers are a very specific breed of asshole um and they're like uh to quote veep they're like if an asshole's asshole had an asshole (laughs) jason how common is it to spend a hundred dollars on a dinner date not very common if you go to applebee's (laughs) jeff should pizza cost under ten dollars no okay no because okay no because you have someone unless okay i did see a pizza making robot recently and maybe that pizza should cost less than $10. But, I, you know, I like Little Caesars. I mean, that's you can get two pizzas for $10 that, at Little Caesars. That's right. That's right. Unless you do anything extra to them. I mean, it depends on the size, right? Jason, yeah. this next question on Yahoo Answers, this isn't real. It is real. You ever actually ate at an Applebee's? I like the favorite answer. It says, try the Bourbon Street chicken. It's yummy and fairly healthy. Fairly. Can, can someone get us the health information? Uh, where's our intern? Yeah, Roz, I can don't... you get us the health information on the Bourbon Street chicken? Bourbon Street chicken. The Bourbon Street chicken. I'm not sure if it's still a thing. It used to be a thing. It was one of their sizzling skillets. Okay. I'm looking it up but right I now. But I myself have, in fact, eaten at an Applebee's. Uh, when in, in my my younger days, when we ate at Applebee's a lot, I often had the uh, house sirloin. Okay. Uh, or the the uh, the it wasn't popcorn shrimp. It was like fried shrimp, but they were small and like you just popped them in your mouth, kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. So That's Bourbon Street, it. they have Bourbon Street chicken and shrimp, seven hundred seventy okay. cats. Uh, anyway, we're not going to do that right now. 770 calories. I can't believe that question actually came up. This is ridiculous. And, and so high up on the list. Yeah, really. Uh, Jeff, how do you feel about outdoor restaurant dining during the pandemic? I think it's a huge mistake. I don't want to do it. And I, I, you can't have a mask on while you're eating. Um, and, I mean, depending on how outdoor it is, <laughs> I don't know. Jason, if my tab is $5, could I leave a 40-cent tip? No, get the fuck out of here. Leave him $5. You're like if an asshole's asshole had an asshole, whoever asked, asked this question. Jeff, how do you keep lettuce from rotting in the refrigerator? Ooh, first of all, you have to use it within a couple of months. And then, 
So for real though, like if you buy like a like a pack of like mixed greens or lettuce or spinach or whatever, and once you open it, if you put a, a piece of paper towel in there and like flip it upside down so the paper towel absorbs the moisture, then that will help your stuff stay uh, um, good longer. Also, uh, have you ever had living lettuce? No. All, all the lettuce you eat is dead. I can tell yeah. by the tone of your voice. So they I, have this I, stuff I, called. Yeah, they go to the slaughterhouse. And... <laughs> Yeah, I assume they're humanely slaughtered. No, they're not. Oh gosh, they 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 kill them in front of their wife and kids. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so this living lettuce still has the um the roots attached, and it stays fresher so much longer because the roots are there, bro. Interesting. Uh, Jason, mm-hmm. will buffet restaurants bring back the buffet? I mean, I'm pretty sure, depending on what state you're in, most likely they're already there. Wait, what was the question about hockey? Wait, go back up. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I screw with it. Jeff, how do I get the most out of my time at the Olive Garden? Oh, okay. Um, what? The most out of your time? Like, uh, Okay, so if you want to go like... Um, do the all-you-can-eat, like, breadsticks and salad or whatever. Um, you have to go when you're not hungry. Or, or no, sorry. You have to go when you're very hungry. Um, and then you eat uh, very slowly. But you eat the salad first. And then once you're done with the salad, you kind of wait for that to wear off a little bit. Then you pound some breadsticks. You pound, you pound, you pound, you pound. Then you go back to salad. But don't stop ordering stuff because it'll kick you out. you got to really take it slow with that salad the second time. And then, once you're hungry again, get the breadsticks again. Pound, 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 pound. That's how you do it. Just on and off like that. I find I get the most out of my time at an Olive Gardens by leaving. (laughs) But don't drink water, though, or any sort of beverage, because that'll fill up your stomach unnecessarily. Jason, what is your favorite thing to eat at Applebee's? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The water. water. It's not too salty. (laughs) I can't believe it. This can't be real. (laughs) uh jeff what are your opinions on ihop oh well you know it's the international house of pancakes back in the day when i first saw an ihop they were only in like select cities it seemed um and i thought wow and and i was like 18 i was like wow an international House of Pancakes. This is so cool. It's so different. We don't have an international House of Pancakes where I'm from. It's only exists in like Florida and other tourist destinations, or whatever. Like a Waffle House. Yeah, like a Waffle House. And you were going to get to try all sorts of international pancakes. Like I know. I was going to have pancakes or crepe and the German pancakes, um, which smell like <laughs> smell like Wiener Schnitzel, you know. <laughs> That's because uh, I almost made the, the, a very inappropriate joke. <laughs> Jason, yes. If restaurants are open in your area, do you feel comfortable going out to eat? Absolutely not, Jeff. Do you like Applebee's or Olive Garden better? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh! So if I had to choose between Applebee's and Olive Garden, so I, you know, we shit on. Olive Garden a lot. I actually don't mind their food. I think it's overpriced, um, but I don't mind the taste of it. And I, I, and I like hate that, the whole experience. I feel like that question is, would you rather me shit on your pillow or would you rather me shit on your face while you're sleeping? 
Yeah. Would you rather me like shit in the microwave and you microwave it, or would you rather me shit in like a an oven, and then you oven it for several minutes? Jason, oh, why did restaurants change their menus and stop selling salads and desserts after COVID nineteen hit? <laughs> because people kept sneezing on the. Well, no, the the living lettuce had the the COVID going through it because they're not wearing masks. Oh, right, right, because they they didn't mask up their uh, roots. <laughs> you got to mask them up. Got to mask up that photosynthesis. You know, I've been looking for a story out of Tulane for a long time, and I don't think we've ever done a story out of Tulane. Really? Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't aware you were so interested in Tulane. I. 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 Oh, you're saying Tulane? I thought it was Tulane. I, I assume it's Tulane. I feel like um, when you're driving through, you drive on a two-lane highway. Mm-hmm. But that was that's spelled T-W-O space L-A-N-E. Right, right, right. Oh, do you think this is where they got the idea for McDonald's having two lanes that you order in? <laughs> but where did they get the idea for face-to-face ordering? <laughs> From some fucking idiot CEO that's probably dead now. Yeah, well, he didn't know too much. But he did know why kids love the taste of... Cinnamon Toast Crunch. He didn't know too much, but he knew Tulane. <laughs> and a former Tulane contract worker. Seriously, though, is it Tulane or Tulane? I don't know. Okay. A former I'm t- Tulane contract worker is suing the university because campus police. Oh, <laughs> campus police shot him while trying to arrest him for. <laughs> This okay. Let me start over because this whole sentence is a roller coaster, and I wasn't prepared for. <laughs> it was the first time you were writing it. <laughs> yeah, right. A former Tulane contract worker is suing the university because campus police shot him while trying to arrest him for allegedly masturbating and forcing a, a coworker to watch. Uh, Tavion Apples, Apples, Tavion Apples. Yvonne Apples. Yeah. I'm Jeffrey Pumpkins. No, David Pumpkins. Fuck. <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. Uh, Tavon S. Apples uh, alleges that Tulane subjected him to excessive force and violated his civil rights. Also, his dick uh, accused him of subjecting it to excessive force. <laughs> Can't it's be- like a bunny not starting a lawnmower. <laughs> Campus police say an officer opened fire after Apples began driving a car toward the cops. So in a lawsuit filed on September 8th in the U.S. District Court, Apples demanded damages for pain and suffering, mental anguish, emotional distress, among other things. And the among other things was a ruined orgasm, I think. <laughs> Maybe he's into that. <laughs> so that's a thing. That's the ruined orgasms are a thing. I've Perhaps. seen the videos where they just they just take their hand off and just let it get ruined, and people like that. <laughs> I don't know. I like an, an unruined orgasm. I like an orgasm that's like... Oh, it, can take it, it gives you nostalgia. You know? makes you think of your uh, high school girlfriend. <laughs> no, not ruined orgasms. Those are just blue balls. <laughs> did you know? Did you know? That's a, that's a thing uh, with um, uh, like the Me Too movement, the blue balls thing. Like a woman, a woman is not allowed to stop in the middle of sex because, oh, you'll give me blue balls? Uh, so there is some 
I think it's a state trying to pass a law that says once you have um, given permission to have sex, you can't take it away. What? Yeah. Whoa. Okay, that's a little extreme. Was yeah, that Alabama, one, Texas? Probably some somewhere around there. Uh, but yeah, once you have uh, given consent, you cannot remove consent. Wow. Well, I guess you just never give consent then. Jesus so. Christ, that's horrible. Yeah. I have to look up exactly where it is. If I remember, I'll put it on the corrections for next oh, week. Okay, good. Wonderful. Uh, it, go ahead. I was going to say, campus police say Apples, 28, arrived at the Lavin Burnick Center on the 23rd of August in 2019 Ooh, the and entered the Sexo second floor office suite saying that he was waiting for a paycheck. Oh, he was waiting for a paycheck. All right. An employee walked in. make a deposit. Yeah. <laughs> Can we both make the same joke? I couldn't hear what you were saying. No, I was just laughing. An employee walked okay. to his own office but realized Apple had followed him. Apples exposed himself and started masturbating, at which point the employee tried to call police. However, Apples told the employee not to do anything. So he hung up, hung up, sorry. <laughs> he was hung up. Uh, no, so he hung up the phone, fearing that Apples would attack him. That's crazy. His hands were full. <laughs> Jesus. Well, maybe not. Uh, his, well. his pointer and thumb were full. <laughs> Uh, I assume that's like, you know, those uh, old railroad things where there's like two people pumping the back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Apple's um, or police identified the man and worked with Sodexo, who arranged for Apple's to pick up his last paycheck and undergo an accident interview while preparing to leave an unmarked black truck uh, blocked him in and several police officers with guns drawn surrounded Apple's car. So I, I like that he's like, okay, so I just masturbated in front of you. So when can I pick up my check? And <laughs> we'll do an exit interview. Right. Perfect. So uh, what kind of questions can I answer for you? So this is this is sexual assault, obviously, and we're making a little bit light of it. Uh, but this is this is ridiculous. This is the most ridiculous story I've heard in a long time. A very long time. There's so much to it. There is. Yeah. I think this is probably the most full story that we have. Tonight, like yeah, going through the and and once I got to the part where he went out on bond, I was like, I'm not reading the rest of the story because I can't fit any more on the slide. <laughs> There's no, I can't handle any more of this story. It's too much. Which is exactly what the guy said about his own penis. Uh, yeah, but the other guy was like, No, I think you could handle more. <laughs> so yeah, Apple's like, Apple's lawsuit says he he put the vehicle in forward gear after the officers began using their guns to try to break his windows. And officers opened fire, hitting Apples in the abdomen. Uh, Apple said his son, who was not hit, was clearly visible when the officers opened fire. When the fuck did his son come in? He was in the car. He was waiting in the car while this guy was jacking off in front of a, his I, right, former so boss or something? No, no. So this was two weeks later. Oh, this was two weeks later. Yeah. No, and his I missed son that part. came in when his dad came in, his mom. He has pleaded not guilty and is awaiting trial while on a $14,500 bond. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with paintball? Seriously. You know, just keep your dicks in your pants. That's, I mean, that's. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Or it will be. 
<laughs> well, that's why they, they don't want to keep it in their pants. It's not that hard. <laughs> wow. Well, this was a good one. <laughs> well, a lot of men are pigs, so. That is true. That is very true. But he did get shot in the abdomen, so, I mean, I guess, you know, that's something. That is something. And I assume he was white because they didn't kill him. So, you know, although I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there were no pictures on the news story. So, Oh, okay. Yeah, well. But that, that's I the can... thing. Like, it, okay, if you're leaving your job, you don't have to go hog wild before you leave. You don't. Your, your employer. You know, go to pick um, up your last paycheck, keep your dick in your pants, go cash your check, and go, you know. Squeal somewhere else. Go take your son out to the Dairy Queen or something, and keep your dick in your pants, whatever you do. Speaking of feral hogs. Ooh. There are about 9 million feral hogs in the United States and growing, which is increasing the estimated $2.5 billion in damages that these feral hogs cause every year in the United States, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So we live in a very civilized part of the United States, the Midwest. It's very civilized. The worst thing that happens here are like... Trump voters? Tornadoes and Trump voters. And... We don't have to worry about feral hogs. But in Texas, apparently they do. And that, that's many reasons why I wouldn't live in Texas. But this is like, this just tops the list. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, it's the pros and cons. Hogs, well, we don't need any more lists. <laughs> right. Wild pigs. Dale. Think how fresh that bacon could be. Ooh, so fresh. Dale Nolte, manager of the National Feral Swine Damage Management Program. <laughs> They've got a whole department at the Department of Agriculture. We've had the best titles, job <laughs> titles this episode. At the Department of Ag Agriculture says that they can reproduce so quickly, it's very difficult to control the problem. Okay, here's the thing. So the uh, Canadian geese, which are fucking everywhere, right? I think they're still on an endangered least species list, right? You can't kill them. Really? I think so. I didn't know that. I thought, I mean, they're like the, they're like the deer of the sky. Yeah, they're sky deer. They're everywhere. Yeah. Um, singing the the Jeffrey Canada theme song, apparently. <laughs> what is the Jeffrey Canada theme song? <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Canada. And I love to eat poutine. <laughs> I'm Jeffrey Canada. I'm sorry. Sorry. For everything. That was not good. <laughs> Your part was good. My part, I just sang the same thing over and over again. Uh, I, <laughs> you, you got the refrain. The so, Department of Agriculture. So, so, I'm sorry. Before we move on, I'm sorry. From the federalregister.gov, uh, Canada geese are federally protected and the uh, by the act because they are listed as migratory birds in all four treaties. Because Canada geese are covered by all four treaties, regulations must meet the requirements, blah, blah, blah. So why don't we start killing these fucking hogs and eating them? Why are we still okay? Maybe it doesn't. They don't taste good. Oh uh, yeah, probably a little gamey. But we wiped out the so buffalo wait, within a century. We, yeah, but they weren't eating them. They were just taking their skins. That's true. Leaving yeah. them dead on the prairie. There's got to be a use for these feral hogs. Uh. So wait, wait, wait. Canada geese are protected because of our treaties with Canada. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. They're like, look, you got to take Tim Hortons, hockey, and can't kill the geese, okay? Oh, sure. 
All right. Anything you say, Captain Canada. You know, the world hasn't been right since Justin Trudeau grew out that beard. <laughs> he needs to shave it. He needs to shave it. So we can It's like back. the opposite of when like guys are in their, you know, World Series and they refuse to like wash their jock strap or whatever right. because it's bad luck. Well, hockey players, that's a Canada thing. Hockey players, uh, they grow out their beards during the playoffs. They don't shave. That's the thing. The Department of Agriculture says that feral hogs damage crops, transmit disease and parasites, and physically attack farmers, hikers, and little old ladies. It says, and anyone they want. (laughs) (laughs) That was my addition. Oh, okay. Because uh, in November 2019, a 59-year-old woman in southeast Texas was killed by feral hogs. I got to tell my mom about these things. She lives in in east Texas. Well, you know, the east Texas ones are a little more civilized. Uh, I doubt it. <laughs> I fucking doubt that. Uh, there are over one and a half million feral hogs in Texas, and Texas spends about $4 million a year trying to control hog populations. There are one and a half million feral hogs in Texas? There are. Hey, Siri, what's the population of Texas? I should have said human population. 28.9 <laughs> million. So one twenty-eighth of... Texas is hog. <laughs> Ish. I want that. I want that to be their new uh, state motto. <laughs> <laughs> we should make shirts that say that. Texas one twenty eighth hog. You know what else is one twenty eighth hog? The uh, the riblet platter from Applebee's. <laughs> Well, that's why they're reproducing so much. They go down to the Applebee's. They've had a few beers, and they're like, oh, that pig looks pretty good. That's the difference between a rib and a riblet. A riblet comes from a feral honk, and Applebee's is 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 taking them out. And uh, regular ribs come from regular um, pigs. Although they're, they're beef ribs, right? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Well, Texas Park and Wildlife says... Early Spanish explorers likely introduced hogs to Texas over 300 years ago, uh, providing a crucial source of cured meats and lard. Ooh, that sounds delicious. We, we forgot something, Jason. Oh, did we? Applebee's. Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. So, so, uh, so they weren't there. So this is an invasive species, even. No. Yes, 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 yes. Kill Texans. They have guns. They've got semi-automatic weapons. Murder them. Murder them all. Give me some bacon. That was dumb. (laughs) Biologist Ryan Brook of the University of Saskatchewan says, listen, hold on. The University of Saskatchewan is the polar opposite of the state of Texas. (laughs) But it's directly north. I suppose. He says, uh, what accent is this? Old pig populations are completely out of control. The efforts to deal with them are about 1% of what's currently needed. More guns. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if Texas can't take care of a pig population where every person has like 15 guns, uh, I don't think there's anything we can do. Right. That's crazy. That's like a, a gun per pig. Oh, what if the pigs get the guns? And they get, get off guns? on killing things, too, so... Yeah, they do. Man. Well, I'm sure there are... are <laughs> I'm sure there are better things that we need to solve in our country right now. But I, that seems like an easy fix to me. I don't know. Just shoot them. 
<laughs> Not that I condone, you know, killing of animals for sport. Hey, they killed a 59-year-old lady. That's true. Speaking of 59-year-old ladies, uh, <laughs> okay, orgasms. Mm-hmm. An orgasm while working out, known as an exercise-induced orgasm or a corgasm. I don't know what the is end that of that like sentence a, is. Is uh, <laughs> I was just listing the names. Oh, okay. <laughs> what were you gonna say? I, I wondered. I was. I was just wondering if that's why Suzanne Summers was so happy to do the thigh mask. Oh shit! She was having corgasm after corgasm. Yeah. A corgasm with every squeeze. Mm. Yeah. You <laughs> using that step by step money. To invest <laughs> in the thigh master. Well, a recent survey asked nearly 4,200 men and women about their knowledge of, quote unquote, corgasms, and if they've ever, ever had one. I would like to know. I'm reaching out to our listeners right now. If you've ever had a corgasm, uh, take a video of it and send it to us, please, because I need to see what this looks like. You're working out and you jizz in your pants. Are you kidding me? He's like, oh, it's so ripped. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> so only 3% of women said that they had had a corgasm, or like I said, a, a jizzer sizing. And then 6% of men, and most didn't even know it was possible to have an orgasm while working out. 97% of women and 91% of men. What if this, so there's what? What if this happens? So there's like 9% who are like, oh, yeah, yeah, my buddy. We are lifting weights, and he just, like, you know, he's spotting me, and then it's all over my face. <laughs> I don't know why he insisted on being naked. Uh, he used to work at the <laughs> University of Tulane. <laughs> uh, more than 2,100 women and more than 2,000 men between the ages of 18 and 35 participated in the survey, uh, which was commissioned by the sports equipment site Sporterly. Oh, why is everything with an L-Y at the end? I hate it. I hate new things. <laughs> All the participants had an active gym membership. With, of course. <laughs> They're doing it in the gym. Yeah. Well, if I could have a corgasm, I for sure have a gym membership. If that was like, okay, and you're working out and you fucking jizz in your pants. That just sounds like a mess to me. Yeah, it's fine. They have showers there. Which you can also jizz in, but that's a whole different Pornhub video. <laughs> uh, people can expect experience corgasms from a range of different exercises like running and biking but the most common exercises are the ones that work the core such as crunches sit-ups or hanging leg raises taking notes taking notes men and women tend to experience corgasms in similar proportions Hmm, interesting Uh, corgasms can be intentional or spontaneous but they're more likely to come after fatiguing a specific muscle group and the intensity can vary between powerful and mild. Who is more likely to come after fatiguing a specific muscle group? Uh, 3% of women and 6% of men, apparently. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Women often will say that the corgasm orgasms feel very similar to them as orgasms that they experience during intercourse. Some men will actually liken it more to a prostate st- <laughs> Prostate stimulation, which makes some sense because you're talking about muscular movements. So it's more internal stimulation than external penile stimulation, they said. So these 6% of men are like, yeah, I've had something up my butt before. 
Exactly. Like, nah, nah, that feels exactly <laughs> like, uh, you know, when my, when my girlfriend slipped in a digit. <laughs> Accidentally, quote unquote. Or, or a 12-incher. <laughs> this felt like when I was getting pegged by my wife the other day. It was it, amazing. It's totally fine. It's modeled after his own penis, so that's not weird. <laughs> He's like fucking himself. It's not weird uh, if you do it yourself. I, I I think those companies exist where you can get a mold of your you know, own penis if, done. But we've not done oh, that. Yeah, they definitely exist. We've not done that story or that had that company on the show, so we should soon. Yeah. Well, you know, if if they re- each remove a riblet, they could suck their own dicks. <laughs> Listen, mm-hmm. you you have not had a meal at Applebee's until you've had their quesadilla burger. Listen to this. 1,670 calories. Part burger, part quesadilla, all taste. This original burger creation comes piled high with two slices of pepper jack cheese, our signature Mexi ranch sauce, which sounds extremely racist, and... Um, where's the rest of the thing? I clicked something. Hold on. Sorry. I'm going back. Going back. You got a mouse over to get the whole description. Crispy applewood smoked bacon, house-made pico de gallo, and shredded lettuce in a crisp, warm cheddar quesadilla. Wait, 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 wait. It's not a burger that's using tortillas for the bun. Like, the top of the burger and the bottom of the burger is a quesadilla. This is not, yes, you are not mistaken. This is a full quesadilla on both the top and the bottom of this burger. With a burger in between it. 1,670 calories, only 1149 served with fries. Applebee's. <laughs> well, good. I mean, you wouldn't want to have something without fries. No, you wouldn't. What'd you say? Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Okay, so remember when um, when KFC came up with their like, what was it a a sandwich that had fried chicken for the bun instead of the yeah bun? I do remember yeah. that double it was a double down is that what it was called or double decker double yeah something like that and everyone was like upset and up in down. arms like this is the worst of American consumption or whatever and then Applebee's just just Applebee's calmly was- has this on their menu under the mucho cocktails. And the Irresistibles, and you could just have, uh, you know, a Captain Bahaba Mama cocktail with your quesadilla burger. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. What the fuck did we learn today? Uh, We learned that it's 1,600 calories for the quesadilla burger. (laughs) We did. We learned a corgasm feels a lot like prostate stimulation. Do you think uh, after a corgasm you want a cigarette and a quesadilla burger? So here's the thing. I would try the quesadilla burger. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I ever happen to go to an Applebee's, that's what I'm getting because I, I we like to do an episode from an Applebee's. Oh, that's a horrible idea. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. It's actually really good. But not in a pandemic. <laughs> maybe, one, maybe once we have a vaccine or once the world yeah, comes to an end. Yeah. Once the world comes to an You're, end, we're going to have, uh, you know, Mitch McConnell. Um, cockroaches and Applebee's. That's all that'll be left. I mean, we're putting our lives in danger enough going into an Applebee's. 
Don't know how to pandemic them. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They do have we some patio seating, I think. Well, well that's true. We yeah. also learned there's 1.5 million hogs in Texas. And that's where rivulets come from. We also learned you know, that... The, is the hogs probably have guns, too. That's true, because they're from Texas. It's Texas, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we also learned that a, um, uh, I don't know, the masturbator is going to get, you, you're going to get shot if you try to jack off in front of a person in two lanes. I was going to say you can catch a masturbator by telling him you got to do an exit interview. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was about his stream. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a masturbator by his toe. We also learned that some rats don't like to be tickled. Unless you tickle their prostate. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it feels just like a corgasm. <laughs> Give the rats a corgasm. Perfect. And uh, we also learned... Um, I forget the last part. You oh, yeah. You could sign up to evict people for $150 yeah. an hour. Because our What is eviction Uber? Country is shitty. Oh, yeah. The Uber of blank. There's always the Uber of blank that's happening. It's the Uber of evictions. I would like to know what is the Uber of corgasms. Ooh, or of rat ticklers. <laughs> and this hour has been, wait for it, wait for it, an hour and 13 minutes. So I typed in wild hog riblets in mm-hmm. Google, and uh, I just sent you the, the first um, result that came up. Well, I'm very disappointed because it's not the Applebee's uh, knockoff recipe where, you know, one of their former microwave artists let us know how to cook like an Applebee's. Apparently, my Google Home wants to have some input, even though she doesn't understand. (laughs) Well, all right. So wild boar barbecued ribs. So I guess if you're hunting those wild boar in Texas. Yeah. uh, Let's see. So you need two full racks of wild boar ribs, roughly four and a half pounds. Two full racks, so that's a whole that's a whole pig, right? Yeah, whole, whole pig, pig rib. Yeah. You, you need a three quarters of a cup of brown sugar, mm-hmm. tablespoon of paprika, and tablespoon of garlic powder, teaspoon of salt, unless you want to do the apple bees version, in which case it's an entire box of kosher salt. <laughs> that sounds uh, good. I love a salt. teaspoon, <laughs> a teaspoon of fresh ground pepper, uh, a half teaspoon of red pepper flakes if you're a fucking pussy otherwise you know <laughs> add that up a bit uh quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper you just have to add had the whole sorry the whole box of um kosher pepper flakes <laughs> kosher pepper flakes yeah uh you need some liquid smoke it doesn't say how much okay so, so how much so if wait so you're using liquid smoke in your so they're not cooking these ribs over an open flame I don't know. Well, here's the other thing. And then it says sweet and spicy barbecue sauce. Isn't that what you're doing? What the fuck? Okay, this person obviously has never cooked a wild boar before. I just want to know the difference between cooking a wild boar and uh, cooking something that you acted, you went hog wild at a Kroger buying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Indeed. Well, so I guess this is a dry rub. So you mix the dry rub together and place oh, okay. the wild boar on a cutting board and remove, like, you know, do the whole, like, prepping bit. Right. And then you douse each side with a half teaspoon of liquid smoke 
and massage it in. Ooh. This is after you after you remove the bullets and or like the road gravel, right? If it's roadkill. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be like that scene from uh, Back to the Future Three, where he's eating oh, yeah. in his like great grandparents' house and That's has so to spit funny. out the. Uh... <laughs> it spits out the bullets. It's so funny. Uh, yeah, they're they're telling you to bake these things for two hours. Maybe you can't open, you can't cook a wild boar over the open fl- open grill. So they're doing low and slow, three hundred for two hours. That see, that's not low enough or slow enough for me. It seems like wild boar would be a very tough meat. So you'd want to cook it lower yeah. and slower, right? Well, then apparently you place it uh, in the oven to broil. So you're broiling it. Why aren't you putting this on a on a grill? This is ridiculous. I- or in a smoker. You're in Texas and you're not oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then it says, note, a, a grill works equally well for this method. No fucking no shit. Way. Oh, I just realized what this um what this website is. CarolinaFishmarket.com. They don't know how to cook wild oh. boar in Carolina. All no. they know is fish. This is bastards. Bunch of fucking bullshit. I like steak and butter. I like um Toasted ham. Toasted ham. I like killing riblets. I'll eat them if I can. <laughs> Applebee's. Eating good in the neighborhood. Ooh.